this is my name and I'm listening to Tubbs out. Tabs out. <laughs> episode 11. One one. one, one. One, one. Voice of the Valley episode. Special edition. Special Coming at you. Coming at you. Voice of the Valley. Well, what's that? Funny you should ask that, Joe. <laughs> Voice of the Valley. Uh, noise Fest. West, takes place in Pentress, West Virginia. Camping. Three days. Insane time. Insanity. Insanity. Put on by uh, Tusco Embassy. This is going to be the... Fourth one, right? Fourth one. I in believe five? it's the fourth one. Number four. S- the second year didn't happen, right? Yeah, one year didn't happen. One year didn't happen. Uh, we're gonna play some tapes by artists who have played or are going to play. People associated with the fest uh, did an interview with uh, Stony, who is one of the dudes who does it, and had a phone call to Nathan, another dude, Cleveland dude, who helps put it on. We'll be playing some of that. Nice. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. I'm I'm uh I'm really excited. I'm really excited. You know, we've been counting down the days since like I remember I want to say February cuz at least February cuz I bought my ticket in February. Mm-hmm. Oh I no, I didn't buy no. I put in my vacation time for work in February. What? But we yeah, we were counting like 175 days. Yeah, it was like 100 days. And yeah, It's currently days. like 13 days away at the mm. point of this recording. Mm. Yeah, really excited. It's always like a fabulous time. Yeah, and uh, I just, yeah, I just uh, told my boss uh, today. Yeah, he saw the note. I wrote the note a week ago, but you just took off work today. Well, yeah. well, well he saw clothes, the buddy. note today. He got mad at me. Uh, He'll probably listen to this and be like, "Man, <laughs> <laughs> is that Jesse?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one thing Jesse. I don't understand about you, Joe. You've known about this for those listening. You could have bought pre-sale tickets to this for forty-five dollars, uh-huh. and Joe four every, zero every 40. day forty forty. Every day I was t- asking Joe, you buy your ticket? You buy your ticket? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. And Joe's been known to bail on this. Mm. So I was really worried. Buy your fucking ticket, man. Take that didn't happen. Now it's what, $50? $55? 55 And now I'm at this asking him. At this point, yeah, it's I'm not $60 even going to say the $5. If you pay at the <laughs> gate. So why not just, just, you know what? Just do it now. We have laptops right here. But I don't have, um, my PayPal account's all messed up. I don't... I don't know what that <laughs> and means. Joe B is that means I tried to like, Miami oh. Inc. famous, and what? you make all kinds of money. What's fifteen dollars at Joe B? Yeah, exa- that. It, thank you, Dave. Fifteen dollars. You got to you got to think of your future. <laughs> 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 all right, you want to play some tapes here? Yeah. Do, right. You know what? Uh, before Obviously we get into Dave that, doesn't. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Before we get before we get into before that. we get into that, I just wanted to say that I got my ticket in the mail uh, for the fest. Uh, earlier this week, and it's a really nice handmade ticket. It's oh, like it's like a screen printed ticket, right? Yeah, it's like a metallic silver, like on like a thick like stock of paper. You can hang you know? that on your wall afterwards. You still have the ticket from last year in your car, right? I have both door. of them on your <laughs> yeah. side, under uh, or on top of all the cheese sauce that you spilled. Uh, if you're over. going to Woods the Valley, you're going to want to stop at the Sheetz's, <laughs> and you're going to want to Morgantown, get, like, right? Yeah, in Morgantown, right outside, <laughs> and you're going to want to get like as much disgusting cheese sauce. Over top of, just like your there's a screen to order thing. your food, and just yeah. like just drunkenly pound on it 
until they give you food. <laughs> and like just like grab into the bag. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Last year when we we were there, Mike Kelly put an order in for like six hundred cheeseburgers and sheets, <laughs> and they kept calling the number out. And it was just me and him in the place, and maybe like one other person. They kept calling the, the number. The bag was so and big. Mike didn't say anything. <laughs> the <bag was laughs> they made him. Yeah, and they were just staring at me most of the time. Number forty. Number. And I'm just looking back at him. The bag. Yeah, they made him. It was a lot of food. That's fucked it's up. It's so man. tempting to play there are with that. People in Ethiopia that have no food. Is there a sheets there? If there was a sheets there, they could literally order whatever they, they wanted. wanted. Uh, they could put uh. mayonnaise on their ice cream. I think there's options. Like if you order ice cream, you can get like. What? Oh yeah, in West Virginia, they definitely ask you, "Would you like you you want mayonnaise ice cream? On that? Would you like mayonnaise or cheese whiz on that? <laughs> salt. Yeah, put salt, I put on salt on my ice cream. No. Mm. Getting back to my ticket, I oh. wanted to say that uh, it came with it, the ticket came with a. Uh, Camping checklist, which I thought was oh, very that's kind. Very nice. You what, know, it was just a, it was just a handwritten piece of paper with like you know little check boxes and. Well, let's go know. over because let's make sure we have everything. Well, you know, toothpaste, toothbrush, you know, toilet paper. Are you bringing your tent? I have to bring my own tent. It's not on the list. Don't bring it. Oh no! I you don't have to. Have to. I have a tent. No, I'm just saying. Like I figured they would have like. No, they you don't know, supply tents. They'll be not, providing tents. Yeah. We don't get a hotel room. No, there's no. mini hotels the rustic, throughout the, the rustic cabin is not we're in, celebrities are we <laughs> <laughs> look at the tabs out sweet the tabs out sweet is prepared Jonah <laughs> stayed there one time <laughs> alright let's play a tape alright let's play well, let's, the first let's play tape two tapes gonna, in a row here two tapes in a row back we're to gonna back we're going to play um, the first one we're going to play is a Tusco double shot Tabs out double shot <laughs> All right, let's play this Tusco Terror side of a uh, of a split they, that I did with them on 95 tapes. It's the the first 95 tape release. The label I do. Um, <laughs> um, I don't like where this is going. Uh, fellas. I, know. All right, I was wondering which one of us was going to play our own shit first <laughs> <laughs> of the first tape we ever put out. <sighs> Not ever. Not ever. You know, I waited oh. till number eleven. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's play a little bit of that side, and then I'm going to play a little bit off, or I'm going to play uh, the Leslie Keffer track, uh, Caves Finally, off of the Christmas tape on Tusco Embassy. Tusco Embassy being, uh, you know, the people who put this fest on, this fine gathering. It's fine organization. This isn't the same weekend as Gathering the Juggalos, is it? I hope not. That's a because conflict then of interest. It's going to have way less attendance. <sighs> All right. Well, let's go in. Uh, what's the name of this Tusco Terror track? I think it's pill cake. Alright, Tesco Terror, pill cake.
I'll play some stuff later. Uh, Mike right. wants to talk. We're not going to talk about this again. <laughs> we are back. Yo. That was That's, a that was that last one was a jam. Yeah. That was the I cut. never listened to Leslie Cuffer before. That was, was really, now you, really now good. Now you have. Good as shit. Yeah. All right, you want to play a little bit of this the first part of this interview with Stony? Yeah, we can do that. Play a little bit of that and then we'll go into a tape. What we do you want to play that. after the interview? You want to you want to play a little of this Mothcock tape? <laughs> you don't like that name? There was a, no, that's a horrible name. It's a bad name, but it, they're they're good. Wasn't there one time another noise thing called Moth Penis? Moth Penis? <laughs> I don't think so. I swear there was someone called Moth Penis. That's way worse, by the way. Way worse. <laughs> well, either way, let's uh, go into this interview that uh, with Stony from the other day when he was in town. Uh, we start off. We were drinking. He had his uh, some of his uh, magic water that he had, and uh, then we'll go into this mothcock tape on Fairchild tapes, which I got at Voice of the Valley one year. So mm. it all ties in. So here's some, here's and he played Voice of the Valley. Who mothcock? That's two people. And yeah, they're so the two people from mothcock played. Yeah, I think they may have played every year. They're definitely playing this year. Mothcock. Mothcock. I think it's hilarious. It's bad, but it's like funny bad. I think. I, I mean, you're stuck with it. You know, you're stuck well, with can't, it. But like, <laughs> legally, they can't change it. <laughs> you can't change it? Yeah. You gotta go. Moth like, cock. Yeah. How did they think of it? Like how they come up with it? Yeah, I don't think yeah, they yeah, thought yeah, yeah. very much. Do you think there was a meeting, there was a list, and then that was the best one? Moth cock. Moth, was moth cock. Moth cock. I kind of like it now. Maybe it's I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it before this. Actually, the more you say it, it's very Moth cock. Moth cock. Moth cock. Moth cock. I mean, it's better than mothballs. I think mothballs is better because it's a product that's recognizable. (laughs) 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 You know? (laughs) Everyone knows what mothballs are. It puts you in a place. It puts you in a a mental place. The first time you went in your grandmother's. (laughs) When's the first time you went in, like, your grandmother's attic? (laughs) Your baby's awake. Play the tape. I don't think that's a baby. Right. I think it's a television really loud again. Let's do some of this interview with Stoney. Stoney. You don't have her, so we won't play out here. Oh, man, that <sighs> water's so good. Water's so good. Water's so wet. Mm, especially when it's fractalized like this. It's like wetter water. Yeah. Wetter water's better. How long have you had that? Fractalization unit. Uh, I want to say a little over a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have to like replace parts from inside of it? No, 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 not yet. And just I think it'll last a long time. And the time. fractalization uh, consistency. It stays actually has a has a moving part inside. It's like this uh, biscuit. That's uh, it's a biscuit. It's kind of it's kind of like a biscuit. Like a buttermilk biscuit. No, it's not made of buttermilk, but um, mm. it's made of the same type of plastic that is the housing of the nozzle. But the water moving around it uh, spins it and frictionlessly, but it forces the water to go through these uh, Fibonacci-derived spirals. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. And uh, get ready for this transition. You ready for it? Let's do it. And you brought that fractalization unit to Voice of the Valley, right? That's right, I did. You see what I just did there? I see what you did. That I was went, brilliant. I went from point A seamlessly to point B. Mm-hmm. Through a wormhole. 
which brings us vortex. I went straight through a vortex. And uh, you know, it also starts with V. Mm, let me think. Not of, not the. I can't think of anything that begins with V. No. Well, well, let's just get on to it then. Okay. All right. So we're here with Stony. Do you you want to go by Stony or by Ben? It doesn't what, matter. What are you doing these days? What do you like more? Uh, I, I don't know. It, is, it doesn't matter. Whatever anyone calls me. St- people can call me Ben. People can call me Stony. People I just, can call me Stony Ben. Ah, uh, there you go. A little hybrid. Uh, yeah. That's pretty nice. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about a little bit about Voice of the Valley, Noise Rally? Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. So this is coming up. It's going to be, what, the fourth one in five years? That's right, yeah. With one year taken off, so five years ago was the first one, which was what it, it's. They were all in Pinterest, West Virginia. That's correct. But the campsite was uh, different Hib- the first Hibs time. Hibs is holler, uh, the first time. And what exactly is the deal? Like, how did you get? How did well, that? How did that all come about? We that you were, were going uh, to go to that. We were on our way back site. from INC that year, and I don't know. I just had this this crazy idea, like. You need to do a fest in the middle of the woods. Similar to this one, similar to No Fun, but just better somehow. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the woods where no one can get at anybody and we can all just do what we want, you know? And, you know, first thing, uh, we're just like, that just seems really impossible. It's really ambitious of us to think that we can pull this off. But, um, and who was us? Like, who was everyone? Nathan and I uh, was we're in the we're in the van. So it was basically me and him talking. about I think Jay Guy and Rusko Tara were in the van too. But they were just uh, you know observing. Um, casual onlookers. Casual onlooking right. for sure. Yeah. Um. So at first we're, you know, I was really really about it. It was this crazy idea I had while driving, and Nathan's like, "Oh, that's." It's really ambitious. I, I don't know about that. I don't know. That and just, did you even like know about Hibbs's like land? No, yet, no. I, d- I didn't know where Aaron Hibbs was so from. So you at guys that were kind of just like we, we didn't know do where it. we were going to do it. It wasn't yeah. like you knew about a certain place to do it. So you were like, we no. should do a fest there. It we, was we should do a fest, a fest in the middle of the woods. In the middle of somewhere that's yeah, the woods. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. So and then how long until like and then did you find out later on about the campsite and you were like well yeah we're, we're on our way home and we stopped in Columbus um, and we uh, we told Aaron about our idea and he's like well my dad has some land in West Virginia you can probably just do it there um, he's like we do a a family re- reunion there every year and uh i don't think it would be a problem and he'd probably be into it and so he asked his dad and we went down there and met him and uh saw the property and we're like yeah we can do something here it was it's much smaller than the campground but it served its purpose it was it was really just a reunion of friends at the time there was nobody that came there was no tickets we didn't sell tickets to it it was like we invited you and you came and uh-huh. If you didn't, then you missed out. Yeah, I remember there being like three people there, maybe, that didn't right. perform. Yeah, only three, and they just happened to come with people who were. Yeah. There was, no, there was nobody that was not somehow associated with us there, uh, except for a few locals who would walk by and on look. 
Yeah, and, I uh, remember some locals on four wheelers too. Or oh yeah, yeah. What uh, are those things are called? Like in the middle of the night, I think they came down. Yeah. Uh, on their four wheelers. Mm-hmm. Um, With like cases of beer on the back, like strapped to the back. Yeah, yeah, and two beers in each hand. Because <laughs> that's how that's everyone how in Pinterest yeah. gets around. Thank you.
Civil War C thirty on Fairchild tapes, little chunk of that, little, little chunk, a little bit of the first part of the uh, interview with Stony. It's pretty good. Stony's an interesting fellow with an interesting water contraption. Yeah, yeah that thing was, was pretty good. I did I a blind, say, I did a blind taste test. The Pepsi challenge, the Pepsi challenge, which Mike had for years has said I could not do. You can't do. I can definitely do it. I can definitely. Let's do it. not get mired. Down there. I can definitely do what? it. What RC Cola, Pepsi Coke. See, I wouldn't. I don't know. I like. I'm not familiar with RC Cola, but Pepsi no and Coke. Pepsi and Coke. Pepsi and Coke have completely different flavor put profiles. Three in there completely to make different. It, well, doesn't matter. In my first one, we did two. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Pepsi and Coke have two different flavor profiles. Coke is way heavier. It hurts to drink it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It does. It stings. Yeah. But Pepsi They're, is smooth. But I don't like Pepsi. I like no. to feel what I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what are we going to do now? This episode of Tabs Out brought to you by, by Soda Pop. Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> Soda Pop in general. Yeah. Coke, the cola that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, do you want to play some more interviews? I have to say, I, have, I had my doubts about the uh, the water. But he, the water hooked, thing? he hooked it up like directly to the nozzle outside my house. I and, saw it. And it tasted delicious when it came yeah, out. Yeah, it tasted really good. It, it definitely took out the metallic taste of your... Uh, no. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Let's change play, parts uh, on it. I don't, I don't remember. Well, you you'll you'll fi- you'll figure out when you listen In to part the, two of the interview. <laughs> we'll figure out what parts need to be changed. No, let's play another segment of the interview and then go into some more tapes. What are we gonna play? Uh, I think we're gonna play some Sword Heaven. And uh, what do you want to play? You want to play this Emerald tape? What Emerald tape is it? It's uh, they're split with uh, Sunburn Hand of Man. Which I actually got this tape at the first VOV. So it all comes around. The original. But um, When are we going to tell our story about the first VOV? I think you want to do that. Let's do that at... Let's play this... Because uh, me and Mike have a personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> let's play this um, this segment of the interview. Play those two tapes. And then we'll... Uh, I think we have two pretty good stories we can tell. All right. All right so so, so here's uh, part two of the Stony interview. 
Brought to you by Frito Lay. All right, so after you did the first one, yeah, and it was like it was cool. You, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Everyone's so then, cool. did you decide? Well, let's move this to somewhere bigger and no, actually, get it more together. The thing is, is that the guy at the campground, the guy who owned the campground at the time, Dan Snyder, was Aaron Hibbs's one of his cousins, and he had come who owned Indian Meadows, who owned Indian Meadows, and he was the he was one of the people who actually came to the first one and brought a banjo and a mandolin. And he was hanging out by the campfire and just really dug everybody and was just like, you know, uh, you guys should do this in my campground next year. So at the end, uh, before we even left town, we went and we looked at his campground and we're just like, this is, this is huge. Yeah. Because it must be, I don't know, a hundred times, it's on a hundred acres, so it must be at least a hundred times bigger than Hibs's Holler. Yeah. So, uh. We, uh, and it's just laid out in a way that's like there's specific zoned camping areas and then specific like a right. a place with like it's a like stage they, and they stuff. do this kind of stuff here. yeah so you it know, wasn't just because I remember the this. first year when I showed up you guys were like cutting down like trees to build a stage like not the, cutting down well, trees but you were I, doing like we did I did buy some raw lumber it was okay. rough uh, rough milled so and you were like. And I was assembling a makeshift yeah. stage like that morning, so it Correct, wasn't like yeah. it wasn't like pre-planning was insane on something like that. It was kind of just rolled into it. But in Indian Meadows, there's like a stage built. Right, he yeah. built that stage same out of same kind of wood, you know, uh, rough milled, cut wood. There's a lot of that down there in that area. You can get deals on it, but uh, he he made it from that for his bluegrass festival, Mayhem on the Mountain. Mm. Um. And that was a festival he had through a couple, a couple times years prior. Right on. So he was like cool with you know music being there. It wasn't like an right, issue. Right. Right. It wasn't not that an anyone issue. can hear because like no one's really like living around that. Well, from what I understand, not a whole lot of people, but the people who are there do hear it because it does reverberate up out of the hills. Oh, and uh, yeah, they they have received some complaints mm. past years, but. Um, you know, there's not too much that the neighbors can do. It's yeah. private property, and they, they, you know, there's. And the PA the first year was like, it or not not the, the not the first year, but the first year at Indian Meadows, the second year. Oh right, right. Was like that was like an insane. There was, was a, a crazy wasn't year. there like cameras there and everything too. Whatever happened with that? Those yeah. lots of being filmed. <sighs> you know what? That guy, I gave that guy. Uh, he offered to come and do it, and. uh my buddy Steve Rarica had set me up with this guy, and so he he said he'd come and do it, and I was like, man, I can afford to give you three hundred bucks to do it. It's like, okay, cool. So he records the whole thing, and I know I should have got it from right after. I should like give him, give me the CDs like right now because we get back and a month later, he's like, oh, I can't find them, I can't find them, and then he's like, oh, my hard drive crashed, they're gone, and so. All I have, and I, I lost my copies of whatever I had because I was just so distraught over the whole thing. I was like, man, I don't even want to look at this because he had lost Friday and Saturday night. Okay. Like the late night. He only had the first half of Friday and the first half of Saturday uh, and sun- and uh, most of Sunday, I believe. But a lot of the footage was just uh, footage of the crowd and uh, what there was some... Uh, was that slipping? They had a slip and slide that yeah, year. Yeah, some sort of slip and slide. Set yeah, up. some slip and slide action. Um, 
So, I mean, there is some cool stuff, and it would be cool to go back and find that and look at it. But at the time, I was really angry that, you know, the footage was gone, and I was like, well, what's the point of even having somebody there to videotape it? Um, it It obviously is not meant to be documented in that way. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, that's what happened to that. That's a bummer. Yeah. And then what the next year didn't happen, right? The next year was canceled. The next year was canceled. Uh, Dan died in a plane crash, a small plane crash. He worked for the forestry department for the government, and he was doing tree counting from a plane, and something happened, and they, they crashed outside of Pittsburgh. I'd never heard that before. You didn't? Oh, you didn't know about that? No. Yeah, it was... I, I that was just, a hard year. For, I took it kind of hard. I, I mean, I didn't know Dan wasn't my best friend or anything, but did you know him uh, well enough, though? I knew him well enough. Mm. Yeah, that's a bummer. It's. I'm finding a really hard transition to go. So then the I next know, year, a, we uh, we went and we talked to his his wife, uh, Liz Snyder, and we uh, we told her that we were interested in in doing the festival again and she said she was also interested in doing the festival again because of how much Dan enjoyed doing it mm-hmm. and uh how it had changed him I guess he he had told me after the fest that he could hear he was hearing stuff in his sleep noises and sounds that he had never heard before and oh, he could well. only attribute it to the fact that he had witnessed uh, the fest you know so I thought that was cool yeah know? that's really cool so um, I, I'm guessing this is somebody who was like never into, no, like no. experimental, not a, not stuff that way, no, right, yeah. right. It was uh, he he was changed by it, by coming to the first one and then uh, hosting the the second one. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. It was it was neat to to see that like happen. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously it happens to everybody with when they make the transition, but to be a part of it and you know see it happen yeah, and just to see the look on his face the amazement uh-huh. when he saw his cousin performing in sword heaven yeah which is probably if it was the first time he had seen it yeah was probably really a game changer oh yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah on, a, on a whole other level right i mean aaron seems like he's possessed when well he would seem like he was possessed when he would do those sets and uh just super high energy and anyone can feel it. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to be paying attention super hard to feel the energy that's coming off of those sets.
Turn it on. It's on. Whoa. All right. That was Sword Heaven with uh, some stuff from their split with Tusco Terror. And the Emeralds split with Sunburn Hand of Man on uh, Manhand from 2007. Man. And a little bit of the uh, interview with Stoney. Manhands. Man she had manhands. She had manhands. I've been with a girl who had manhands. You've pretty good. Been with a girl, what are you, eighty-year-old like, man? <laughs> pretty, pretty, it was pretty back good. Back in Coney Island, I Coney like, Island. Was she like a bricklayer, I or ma- callous? I made it with a girl with man hands. <laughs> Who was this person? Wait, Joe Stacy. Were mother? they were they man hands in that they were big and calloused? Yeah, oh, they were, okay. relatively large for the frame of the woman. Oh, so both. <laughs> Okay, so it wasn't like small calloused hands or no, like no, no, big no. soft hands. No, they they were a bricklayer hands. Have we given the lineup of Voice of the Valley? Yet? No, let's do it. Dave, you want to do that? Uh, Who's playing this best? Yeah, I, I like do when that. Mike says August, things like that because he's just trying to segue me out of 17th, not talking to 18th, anyone. and 19th. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can go to polarenvy.com slash voice of the valley and uh, backslash buy a ticket. Voice of the valley dot But Dave, who's playing this fine fest? Well. Well. The second that this page loads... Okay, so on Friday, the 17th, we got Laundry Room Squelchers, Container... Go from the bottom, because I think that's the order, is uh, okay. bottom to the top. Okay. Well, this font, I can't... Is it Ilza versus Rotten Bone? Uh, Luigi, Bob Drake, and Jay Guy Laughlin, Laughlin, Tiger Hatchery, Emeralds, Meager Sunlight, Mothcock, Charlene Everest... With Gary War container laundry room squelchers. That's Friday. That's Friday. Saturday, I think we have Mike. You're putting together something yeah, as like, like an afternoon like a main stage, stage right? thing, and then there's like oh, a pavilion area, Buttertown, and then you're putting on the side stage, right? Yeah, it's like a, like a pavilion thing. And yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. So as well. the afternoon lineup is going to be Sea Lavender Reviver. Quiet. Reviver. I'm pretty excited to hang out with Chris. Yeah, Quiet Evenings. Zach Davis is playing. Weather. Grasshopper. Yeah, I just saw them. Yeah. Did they have some technical difficulties when we saw them? I think they did, yeah. yeah I, they I did. think uh, Jesse was having some problems. Mm. But then that night, uh, Radio People, Fire Def. What is W.M. Berger? Is that William, is that short for William? William Berger? Is there a period after M? I think yes. it's Walmart Berger. Walmart Berger. Walmart Burger? That's a new restaurant. Drogpite. Watchword, Unicorn Hard-On, Poly Envy. B-Mass, Tusco Terror, Clang Quartet, Forma, J-Graph, DJ Dog Dick. Yo, that dude sang a song to me on Final Friday, and I did not like it. To you, like, like during his set? He was straight staring Angrily, like, staring at me, and, like... Yeah. Well, first of all, I think he got mad for some Why? reason. Because, I don't know, I got the impression that he, that he wasn't impressed with the turnout. Mm. But I was right up front. But all ten people game. <laughs> but I was there right up front enjoying it, and then he started singing to me like angrily, and it was really uncomfortable. Who's playing and Sunday? Mr. DJ Dog Dick. I did not like that. Mr. Mr. DJ Dog Dick. Mr. Dick. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Dick. Mr. Dog Dick? Mr. Dog Dick? All right. All right. So, Sunday. See, there's a little bit of a break on Sunday, too. Are they doing non noise yeah, related another, stuff? Well, there's another, like, uh, you know, pavilion show. Oh, there's another one. Okay. The day, yeah, on Sunday, that's some of the Cleveland people are putting together. Okay, so that so that afternoon, Terminator 2, Blooded Head, Chemtrails, Human Beast, Ryan Jewel, and uh, Noise Nomads. 
And then that night, Thursday Club, Newton, Indignant, Senility, Leslie Keffer, Profligate, Bromptreb, Dranolith, Nautical Almanac, Jason Lescalite, and Telecall Powers, featuring Bob Rainey. You notice how the two people named Bob both spell their names weird on here? So there's really, not the same Telecall guy. Powers... B-H-O-B, and then there's Bob... Uh, BBOB. BB. No. It, whoa. That's weird. And what were you going to say, Dave, about Telecall Powers? They're actually. They're, so, really, they're headlining Voice of the Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty intense. I saw, like, a shitload of shooting stars when they played one year. I've like, never seen a shooting star. Well. What? You're pretty in crazy. for a treat then. For a Joe. treat. I'd love to see one. Because that's big sky country. <laughs> really is All big right, sky country yeah. out there. Can you see the Little Dipper? You, you can see the little dipper, the big dipper, the medium dipper. If you lay on There's your back no. on that hill, you can you get like a hundred and eighty degree view of the sky. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the little dipper since I was good. Really? Yeah. Joby, you want to tell the story of uh the first voice of the valley. Mm. That the we heartbreaker. That it, it is a heartbreaker. It has a <laughs> it has a happy ending though. It does have a happy ending. So let's say what, first what year, happened. Kind of happy ending. We're talking we about got there here. on a Friday. And, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. When, when you say that, you mean you're just somewhere that you're not familiar with, right? No, I mean we're on <laughs> Aaron Hibbs's dad's land in Pentress, West Virginia. Okay. It's a little couple hundred feet of grass along a creek on a dirt road or a gravel road, right? Yeah. So we get there. We're hanging out. Everything was great, right? Mm-hmm. First night was really First good. night was really cool. The problem that I determined is that we set up the party tent. We, it did, yeah. Well, we said it. We had a tent. Mike bought a nice canopy from, where'd you get that? She was a peach. I got it at Target. Target. Nice. We had tables. We had some. We had the lights going around the Lights. Canopy. We had some gentlemen's betting games. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I won a lot of tapes that year. Yeah. Um, anyway, these a couple kids got a little rowdy. The second know? night that was the full moon. Well, well, well when yeah. did that? Okay. So well, anyway, so the first night went, actually, you're right. The first night went great. Yeah. Second okay. night. It Second was night was the full moon. Full moon. Which I believe the moon affects certain things of the human condition. People are huffing <laughs> gas from the generator. Yeah. The next night, there's all of a sudden, Jankum, no, all of a sudden, in its prime. Like, there's people huffing gas, and I'm like, "You're huffing gas." And he's like, "Don't judge me." Huffing gas. So anyway, some gas huffing was going on, and we're chilling, and and two guys got a little rowdy. Mm-hmm. They, and they bumped in, like we're wrestling, and they bumped into our table. So me and Mike, you yeah, know. they knocked over a bunch of tapes that I had. Yeah, they not they, they disturbed our yeah. zone, and it was just like, do you guys mind not wrestling, all up in our gen? Yeah, yeah, it was a little more than that, but uh, it got kind of it got kind of heated. They they really did not want to leave that area. Mm-mm. So finally, those dudes left. At one point, I think Joby had an axe. No, that was not till later. Okay, well, at one point, at one point, <laughs> touche. <laughs> so then, nightfall. We saw somebody play. I don't remember who. Aaron Dillaway was playing. Aaron Dillaway? Yeah. Okay. It's nighttime. We come back to the tent. I come back to the tent. I don't know. Who came to the tent first? Me? Yeah. Did I discover yeah. that one of these D-bags... D-bags, is that a good one? Yeah, Which D-bags. I use? No, D-bags. it's definitely a D-bag. Climbed this tree that was next to our uh, facility and jumped from the tree into said, from said tree into our Mike's brand new canopy. Tore all of our shit down. Tore it all down. And it was just, yeah, total bad times. So Joe when two other noisers 
who were right next to the tent, I asked them. I'm not going to mention names. I asked them what happened. They said, he ain't our problem. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. That was kind of a bummer. So then that's when the axe happened, and I wanted to kill this kid. And all this kid's friends were like, just fucking punch him. Just knock him out. Yeah, and this kid was like, punch me in the face. Punch me in the face. God, I wanted to punch him in the face. Mm -hmm. But again... I'm not going to ruin everyone else's weekend by making right, any right. more of an incident where it's not Bonnaroo. No security guards can throw them out. So, yeah. so some dudes in four wheelers came down and put their headlights on our camp. And we so left. We could, yeah, so we left that night. But I think we uh, we were able to procure some of some the, the gentleman's it goods. All, it all happened and, good. And uh, from what I hear, I just learned this the other day, that uh, Lexi Mountain took a shit next to his tent and then tore down his tent and rubbed into all in said it. shit. Yeah. And then I hear he drove back to Tennessee alone. And uh so that makes me feel kind of That makes good. me feel uh, yeah. Really good. No. Uh, for years that's I, satisfying to me no, too. I think about it all the time. Has I, used a happy think ending. Of, I used to think about it all the time like should I have punched him in the face? Yeah, you should Because have. when me and Mike were loading the car, he was then his friends, then, yeah. his friends confined him to his car, but he was just out of it. Do you think that his face? friends were just like asking him? They just wanted you to instigate it so that they would have an excuse to like, to like, jump on you. No one's jumping on me. Nah, nah. No one's. <laughs> <jumping> on <me. laughs> no, I don't think it was anything like that. <laughs> it's all over now. No, it's nothing so like it's, that. It doesn't matter. Um, um, I think he was just a zoinker. Yeah, he was just he was just an idiot. Um, but the. I, I enjoyed learning about Lexi Mountain shitting oh, on his that stuff. Makes, yeah. Um, which brings me to another shit story, which is going to be in, you'll see it in a few seconds, the, the nice transition this makes. Uh, when me and Dave went to Voice the Valley last year, and it was a very <laughs> nice day. The whole day was, was very nice. Um, and then uh, there was a point when, you know the point in your day when if you've been like, you know, just having a good time, but then you start seeing skulls and fire. Mm. Has that ever happened? <laughs> when you, to you close your eyes, and like you close your eyes, and you just can't make yeah. it go away. So you're in your tent, mm-hmm. and I I was in my tent, and love. Thankfully, Dave didn't leave my side, <laughs> and it was just horrible. And then there was a moment when I just thought, like, I just shit myself. I just, definitely just shit myself, and I'm like, oh, Dave, I just shit myself. I definitely in shit my tent, and in I, my days, I come out of the tent. And I'm like, I can't come out of the tent. And I didn't bring any other clothes with me. That's how you do it. And this is all I have. And I just shit myself. And I'm at the point where it's like, I can't believe I came here, shit myself, and now we have to leave. You, your um, words were, I'm, your words were, Dave. I just shit my pants, and I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> um, so, and meanwhile, and then, and then the, there became a point when I, when I realized I did not shit myself. And I was very th- thankful for that, but I still like I needed like something to like chew on, like I needed food, or I was going to like vomit. So I'm asking Dave, but I didn't tr- I didn't tell Dave that I didn't shit myself. It just went into me saying, "Dave, give me that loaf of bread," and because I wanted to eat some bread. But Dave, rightfully so, on the other side of the tent, saying, "Why do you want this bread?" Because Dave obviously <laughs> thinks I shit myself and want to wipe my Suck ass with, with the bread. this bread. So I, but I can't make my mouth form the words to tell him that this whole thing. I'm just like, give me the bread, give me the bread, give me the bread. And then I finally got the bread and ate it. And that, after that, all was fine. And we went and watched Emeralds, and it was and then incredible. Was playing right when I was like coming back into like a reality. Um, was there a point when you were wet? <laughs> the whole time we thought <laughs> that's we were, what set it off, kind of right? Yeah, that's what set. I don't want to get into all that. All right. Um, 
We weren't wet. We were not soaking wet. But, uh, <laughs> these two poop stories will be a good transition to this next part of the interview with Stoney because there is a, a good poop-related story here. So I'm glad we, we're dedicating a good 20 minutes to this show to just shit stories. <laughs> There's actually another shit story coming up later. <laughs> so, um, 45 but yeah, minutes. Let's play a little bit of this interview. It's a, uh, Stoney with a nice little poop story. And then what do you guys want to play? You want to play um, maybe uh, this B-Mask tape? B-Mask tape and B-mask. then run that right into... Um, I don't know. We'll pick it while while it's playing. But let's... Uh, here's a little bit more with Stoney and... Uh, B-Mass tape on pizza night. So the reason that the, that the bathhouse is closed down and that we're not allowed to use the bathhouse is because of the 2009 BOV. Uh, they, they ran out of the TP in the bathroom and instead of anybody saying anything, everyone just started using the brown uh, pl- paper towels. You can't do that. The sandpaper type stuff. Yeah, you, you know? can't flush that. No, it doesn't flush. It doesn't flush. So instead of someone saying, hey, this stuff isn't flushing, everyone just kept going on top of it and put adding layers of paper and, and poo. So um, That's unacceptable. It, it was unacceptable. Dan told me I had to get in there and shovel it out. Oh, did you? I did. I did. Like, what did you have? Like, what was your setup? Like, a bucket and a, a bucket shovel? A bucket and a shovel. And you just literally shoveled shit. I shoveled shit. I did. Well, I've never, you know what, I've always respected you for putting this together every year, but it just went up a little bit more <laughs> well, to thanks, know man. that you literally it. shoveled shit to keep VOV going. Yeah, yeah. I, and then I bleached out the whole bathroom, cleaned it out, and he was like, he was impressed that I did that right on the spot. He's like, all right, you know, you can go back to doing what you're doing.
know. The cows to come home. Jerk. Are we going? Yep. All right, that was a bit off of the B-Mass tape. Uh, No Mutant Enemy. I don't think uh, your microphone's on, Haley. Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm sorry. And then uh, Nightburger (laughs) on uh, Deception (laughs) Island. Nightburger, Noah Anthony, who um, is playing this, he's changed his name of this project to Profligate. Oh, he changed it from Nightburger? Yeah. (laughs) I like Nightburger. I like that name. But Profligate's playing this year. He played last year. Um, Prolificate? Prolificate. Profligate? Profligate? I don't know. It's really really (laughs) I'm just trying to get started on this. Mirror Men and Social Junk he played last last time around. Uh, I had a fingernail in my beard. (laughs) Oh, is that what that was up by your ear? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was really, you know. I'm going to see how long that went. Yeah. So it All broke right. off while you're scratching your beard? No, well, I've been picking my fingernails this whole time. Oh, right. I must have picked one and then it flung it up. Mm. All right. We want to play uh, a bit more of this, another segment of this interview with Stoney. And then I, I got a Trog pipe tape I want to play here. Trog, one of the dudes from Lord Bird Golden Cobra, who's playing this year. And then, uh, Joby, you're yawning. Are you getting out? You are. Twelve thirty at night. Yeah, it is kind of late. What's well, technically the morning, Joe? Your mom likes it in the morning. Cut that part out. Let's play a little bit of the Stone interview, and then go into the Strock by tape. We can do that. All right, go. You know, Headboggle so. came out last year, right? From Headboggle did come out last year. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to think if I remember anyone else from the West. Well, look who it is, Dave Doyan, coming in late. We waited for you as long as we could. Dave, you got any VOV questions? <laughs> He's got nothing. Probably, uh, well, I mean, how do I even know if you even ask the questions that I would want to ask anyway? How's well, it going, man? Good, how are you doing? Good. What if, good. if we do, we just edit it out. That's good. I did want to ask, though, um, if there's a specific person that you try to get that's just isn't into it. Hmm. Like, you were like, you should play this, it's incredible, it's in... You know, it's a good time. It's the whole weekend in the woods. And they were like, nah, that's stupid. Yeah, there is somebody. Let's hear it. I want to name. You want, it, you want me to name the names? I want you to you want name me, You want me names. to tell you Wait, the list? Wait, did you just say names? Me. A list? There is a list, actually, because there's non-campers. There are pe- now, there's people here. who don't like to camp. Do we want to do alphabetical or Scoot do we... Off. Scoot over here. Okay. Okay. Why don't you sit on my lap? <laughs> All right. Give me okay. Give me the first one. Who's the first person who's being a dick about this? Well, I, w- I wouldn't necessarily use the words. You being don't have to. I just dick. did. All right. Uh, I'll just edit in when you when you. Talk. They, they you know all these people just basically said, "I'm sorry, I'm not a camper. I can't come down to that." You know. Okay. So I was like, "All right, no big deal." Okay. And who are they? <laughs> you really putting me on the spot with this? Yeah, man. Just name. Give me one name. Let's start off. Let's go gently. All right. I'll uh I'll write it on the table. Give me the first name and I'll guess the last name. Okay, C. The first name is C or the first letter of the first name is C. Both. C. I don't I, know. I, I think I probably know. Oh, C Lavender? No. No, is she no. goes. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a no, for those of you just tuning in, uh yeah. Josh Billrod is has been <laughs> has been sleeping on the bed behind us and he just woke up in a and then a furious anger. <laughs> Who else's name is C? C? He's a 
He's a fiddler. He's a well-known fiddler. Well-known jazz fiddler. I know you're talking about. C. Everett Coop. <laughs> Who is he Charlie talking? Charlie Daniels fan. Who's he talking about? I just I like uh, keeping you in suspense. <laughs> All right, well let's move on to the second one. Who's the second one? <laughs> let's just leave it at not everybody likes to go camping. I want some fucking names of who won't go. <laughs> All right, I got the C uh, character. I don't know who it is. I can't believe Bill. C. Lavender wasn't it, by the way. There's Bill. Bill Nace. I got, um, for those of you who can't see, I mean, uh, Stoney is shaking his head yes. Bill Nace, so he just says he doesn't like he just, camping. He's so not he a camper. For he's not a camper. For those can't see. Yeah. Like, there's people that can see. There's you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you told me. That wasn't for you. <laughs> so you've asked Bill Nace to show up. Because I remember one year, North no, they almost was booked. They almost came down... Uh, 2009 but and then he was like wait i forgot i don't like to camp somebody in the band no somebody the other uh what thurston got some food poisoning or something had Mm -hmm. to go to the hospital get his stomach pumped i don't know i don't know if that's a true story or if that was what they said but that's what they said it's out there now so but yeah um and the thing was about that is that carlos gaffoni was gonna ride with them and uh, who else was... Somebody else was coming with them from... Was supposed to arrive with them from New York. I can't remember who. Might have been Dom. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, but so that was like a, a canceller that just, you know, because they were carpooling. Yeah. That it just, you know, fizzled that out. Um, we really wanted uh, Fatworm Air to come out this year. And they wanted to, but they're unfortunately going to be on a... On a little uh, road trip vacay mm-hmm. to the West Coast. Okay. So. I'm still trying to think of who this C person is. C. Hold on. Oh, shit. I can't believe I didn't guess that. I, That's yeah. so good. <laughs> that is so good. Well, I mean, you know. Well, it's hard to camp and keep your shirt tucked in the entire time. <laughs> You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. It is. I, you know, but I've seen him camp out in uh, in Michigan on a couch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's it. That's as rough as he's getting it? I think that's as rough as he, as he gets down. I, I would like to be there the next morning when he gets up and he has like a purple, like silk robe with his initials embroidered <laughs> on it in gold. You wouldn't imagine how he snores. Or maybe you could if you've seen one of his sets. Let me hear it. Well, what do you think? Oh man, I don't know if I can even replicate it. Try it's like, attempt. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it keeps going. <laughs> so is he related to C. Lavender? Is that a family name? Brother and sister. <laughs> are they are they twins? No, who's older? I'm Lavender. Okay, David, do you have any do you have any questions? Yeah, I, I just want to know. Talking to this black. Hi, hi, this is Dave Doyne. How you doing, man? I just how long have you been listening to Tabs Out? <laughs> <laughs> Me? No. Um, no, I I think the only question I could really come up with was like I I was like last year was my first year going. I was like 
like me and Mike were talking about how like uh, like crazy like logistically everything just like happened right. Like is uh, not to like jinx you guys or anything, but is that do things tend to like run that smoothly every year? Because that's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, they 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 do run they do run smoothly. There is I, I I do have to get a lot of volunteers to make it run smoothly, and there is a lot of stress that um, comes with that. Uh, there's a lot of me running around, appearing to, you know, I don't know, just uh, be somewhere else while I'm doing it. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I'd like to relax more this year yeah. and take in more of it because I feel like I've never taken in a whole lot of it, you know. Because I just haven't been able to. Right, I can imagine it's a lot of work. Any plans for anything that's like non-sound related? Have you ever thought about doing anything else like that? Non-sound related. Like something that's not music. Like a board game convention. No, like I can't think of anything. Um. Like I don't. Have, I'm not the ideas man here. I'm just throwing this out. No, I think. I think music is the best medium to dissolve any sort of barriers between people. So I think that's the only way to, maybe not the only way, I shouldn't say that. That's a very uh, finite thing to say. It's a very closed thing to say. But um, I think sound, vibration, music, whichever one it is in that spectrum of what the scene is. But uh, I think it's the best way to dissolve the barriers between people. Because as you, soon as people hear the music, they it it uh, it knocks off the edges, and they start think, to talk, and they start to just be comfortable around each other. Do you think like being in the woods in the middle of nowhere definitely adds helps. anything to that? Definitely helps. Yeah. Yep. What do you think like taking it out into that kind of area does? It allows. It allows that energy not to be muddled by all the other energy that you would find in a major urban area. I think you put that very nicely.
Trogpite with some cut off of a uh, tape noise Nancy on lighten up sounds lighten up sound excuse me he played two years no, the second one he played as Trogpite uh, and then last year Lord Bird Golden Cobra played and then this year I think he's playing again as Trogpite we played some from Lord, Bo- Lord Bird Golden Cobra before right Luck, bung, golden. Yeah, we have. Delight. Yeah, um, we have. Yeah. On the same label. Something okay. else on the lineup sound, yeah. 
Yeah, we were listening to that Sony interview, and uh, Joe, while you're out of the room, I was telling Mike, it reminded me of uh, when we were down at Voice of the Valley last year, there was a dude that was like wearing like a brown suit, like a professor like a tweed, suit. Like a tweed jacket? Might have been tweed, like with the elbow pads on it oh, and stuff. Oh, elbow pads? I was just going to ask been. about the elbow pads. Might have been. All right. I, in my, you know, Probably I mean, was. it was a year ago, whatever, but he was trying to set up like... He was trying to set up his tent, which seemed like for like a fucking hour, and he just couldn't get it off the ground. It was just like a, just like a tarp on the ground. It was for like, really, it was really you bad. just like you would see him with like his hands on his hips, just like looking down at it, and then he just like disappeared. We didn't see him. Like his tent was gone and everything. So he like just he went just, home. He couldn't hack the fucking. He couldn't hack the camping. I can't believe no one helped. No one helped him. <laughs> no, telling this story, I must have been sitting there staring at him for an hour. So telling this story, I really feel like an asshole for not helping. Wow, it was bizarre. But that's that's life. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. if you're listening. I mean, we we had to get our shit. Come back this year. We'll help. Yeah, come yeah, on back. I'll help come you right on. away. I wasn't there last year. I would have helped. I'm like, <laughs> what's the problem here? <laughs> what are we working here with here? So what's going on? You know, is that Nozark's Trail brand tent? Is that you carbon fiber. <laughs> you know, hand over those directions. Here's your problem. You got them upside down. Let me take a look at that. You know. <laughs> What are we working Hold with? Hold on, I got some tools in the truck. You know, we handled the situation. Say you could have drove him to like the Walmart and like, that sleeping bag is not going to do you, buddy. You know what? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Come take, on. Take him under your wing. Take a ride down to the Walmart. Get a nice, you know, TX-25. <laughs> 250 count, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. All that. right. You get that? You get the elevated base on that. Elevated base. Yes. All right. You know, double elevated base. Oh, the double elevated oh, double base. Elevated base. They yeah, p- yeah. they put the four P in that. Yeah, they put the four P in that. All right. <laughs> I love. I just don't understand. Why I love you, shop like, dog. Shop dog. <laughs> you know, and then we would have had that situation handled. So just guys talking shop. Yeah. Brown tweed suit guy. Premium alloy uh, oh. pegs. It's aluminum. Top notch, okay. Carbon, fi- like I said, carbon fiber. All right. You know, it's good. Good it's stuff. It's got the inner wall in case the inner you wall flood. with the with the um, you know optional folding. Um, <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, I want to say rectal something. <laughs> you could have uh, the rectal unit. Uh, anyway, anyway, if you'll can... help, you put your tent up. Yeah, because I hope someone helps me, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, lend a hand. Lend a hand. If you can make it out to Voice of the Valley this year, lean which on me. You should. We if you see help. someone who can't set their tent tent up, help them. Doesn't take help much. Em. No, it doesn't take that much. Help Just a brother out. Help him out. You know, he's you trying help to go. Me, I'll help you. Yeah, he's trying to go there and enjoy his weekend. Oh, Dave, I don't think you mentioned earlier when you're giving the lineup, there are a few non-stage performances. Uh, I got it up here somewhere. Space Juice, Needle Gun. Space what? Space, Space juice. 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 Okay. Like an orange juice or okay. an apple juice. I love an apple juice. <laughs> Needle Gun, Lexi Mountain Boys. Peter Dinklage. And Twilight Memories of the Three Sons, who played in uh, the river last year, which was... Or river? The, the lake. The river. Lake? They played in the lake creek. Lake is giant. They played a in the lake. creek. They played in the creek. I think... Uh, they played in a creek. body of water. I think I was in a really bad place when that was happening. Yeah, you were in the bad place the whole weekend. Let's not get into all that. 
I thought we wanted to get into all yeah, that. I want I definitely want to get into all of that, but not not into well, all. Of it. Let's I, play the last uh last part of the interview. Last part of the interview. A phone call with um Nathan who also sets up the weekend. And then you got you want to go right into this uh grasshopper track. And we'll, yes. and we'll end it out. End it out with the grasshopper track. What's this track off of? Well, this track, funny you should ask. <laughs> um I made these box sets, double C31 uh, box set with everyone who's playing the, um, the you know, the, the afternoon show on uh, Saturday. And uh made like 31 of them, of them there. We'll play the Grasshopper track they're playing this year. 29, Mike. 29? No, I made 31. Yeah, but you're only going to have 29 I made 32. There. I made 32. Okay, well, you're gonna, only going to bring 30 of them. <clears throat> Dave's Dave's the numbers man. Well, obviously, me and Joe get one, right? Yeah, me and not Sal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Within the first like two hours of the first day of the first VOV, I blacked out drunk and shit myself <laughs> in the river. I woke up in the river and didn't really know. I missed the whole first day. I'm glad. I'm glad you told that story. That's a really good story. I'm glad you told that. No, I said I'm glad you told it because I didn't tell it. I I wanted to let you tell it. I'd even mention that to these guys. Oh, you knew about that already? Oh yeah, I knew about that. I was holding back. I can't. You know. Sorry. I knew he would tell it though. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm always taking opportunities. I'm not shitting. What else happened? I think I blacked out the second day. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you took over. Yeah, we took turns. We were, like, passing the baton, the torch, you know? (laughs) Now I'm going to black out, so you have to stay relatively sober. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. No, it's not like that anymore. Everyone's cleaned up their act. Yeah, everyone's everyone's cleaned up their act for the most part. Hmm. Other stories. You should tell about the... About the mud-covered people at the yeah, first time. Yeah, I thought of that, but I just didn't know how to describe that. That was pretty surprising. What happened? Uh, I don't know. We invited Lexi Mountain Boys to come play, and I didn't really know what they were going to do. I think they did perform on the stage, but they sort of set this whole, like, uh, they do this kind of made like a tradition out of like walking around the campsite every year and weirding everyone out which is pretty fun and the first year I was kind of shocked that they stripped totally naked and covered themselves in mud and were like playing frisbee and like running around I remember that naked while like the local people kept coming by on like four wheelers and like looking down in the campsite and just being totally like weirded out and like confused about what was going on I think that's kind of the first year it happened a lot more because it was less of a private uh, campsite and people were just there's some traffic that went past on the road decided but it was kind of fun to see the reaction of like the local people and then another thing is is that about a year a year after the first one I started hearing stories from uh, Chuck Hibbs who is Aaron Hibbs' dad about how at church after they like found out about the festival happening, they actually mentioned it in sermons at the church in Pinterest about uh, whatever 
of the weird, like, ritualistic things that people were doing at the Chuck Hibbs' land or something. It was kind of like, uh, they're trying to put some kind of shame on Chuck for, like, having a party on his land saying it was satanic or something, which is kind of cool. That's incredible. I didn't... <laughs> that was really incredible. It's really made a uh, impact on Pinterest, it sounds like. I wonder. Oh, yeah. Pen- I, the Pinterest community. I know the first year alone, I think we like doubled the population. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. It's too easy to double the population. I remember... Pinterest. I think it's 200. Yeah, I remember looking at the census information for Pinterest the first year, and it was like, yeah, it was like 300 people or something like that. And I remember it being like 98% white and 2% other. And I thought the others was like an Italian family that just moved in. <laughs> wow, they got diversity. Yeah, right. All right, Nathan. Thanks for uh, thanks cool. for ca- for calling back. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I mailed all the tickets yesterday, so they're in the mail for everybody. Nice. <laughs> awesome. All right, see you guys. Cool. I'll later. talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Later. All right, Stony. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for taking time out of your busy schedule. Yeah. To sit down with I us. I was really busy today. And just, <laughs> you were really you busy. You know it. Yeah. Right on. We, both you and I were really busy. You yeah. Know? And we it's good that do. we took some time. It's good that we took some time out of our busy day.
the driver submits without a struggle because he knows the officer has him dead to rights. I don't blame you for not letting me first. The suspect is led to the squad car, and the patrolman lets the dash cam document the evidence. It's a mountain of marijuana, 27 pounds of pot.
hardest on the parents who had to witness their own children run from the law and then take them to court for just a $35 score. These juveniles rambled. They're weaving through traffic now. Rumbled and pummeled their way through Miami like big time felons. Yep. Yo, this is Neil yep. Bizzle B, uh, yep. in the yep. place to be, four, uh, five, six, yep. yo, pick yep. up them fucking sticks! Yep. Ooh, I think they like me, 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 Bitches like me, haters wanna fight me Yeah, these bitches mad cause I came up over knifey Yeah, I switch it up, I got a nine cuff tightly So you better do the right thing like Spike Lee Yeah, I'm super clean, jeans with a white tee Bitches run here soft, but like bitches wanna fight me If you had some figures, you would be just like me Yeah, these bitches mad cause I shining like a light beam Bitches talking about yup in they motherfucking throwback It ain't real you know, that's Muhammad where they sold That we stepping on these bitches like a motherfucking doormat When I hit the scene, they take pictures, call me Kodak These hoes going crazy like they need some Prozac We the hottest thing in the market and you know that Bitch chose us and she don't wanna go back We stacking big faces cause we still spending throwbacks Now I do it, it's something like We get busy over here, no sleep, stay up on the grizzly over here. We young, and we fly, and we gon' stay flesh until the day that we die.